Welcome to Momentum, encouraging women who follow Jesus because your leadership and influence matter. This is Lauren Carreras, and we're here today with Denise Harlow talking about enemies of the heart, um, and we are talking about jealousy today. So uh, we talked about guilt, which says, I owe you. Um, Anger, the lingering feeling of you owe me. And greed, which assumes I owe me. And today we're going to talk about jealousy. God owes me. So this is from Andy Stanley's book, Enemies of the Heart. Um, And, you know, jealousy is like... The first thing we see in the Bible from the get-go with Cain and Abel. I know, you know right off the bat, the first children. <laughs> first children. It's a sibling issue, really. If we didn't have siblings, you know, we'd be okay. <laughs> um, Esau was jealous of Jacob. Joseph's brothers were jealous of their younger brother. Um Yep, there's always been jealousy around, but surely there's no jealousy in the churches there or in ministry. They're just, that just wouldn't be so, would it? Not not that I know of. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, jealousy is just such a strong emotion. It's one of the strongest, I think. Um, Usually with jealousy, I mean, we think in terms of, of things that, others have that we don't have like looks or skills or maybe opportunities or just health or inheritance or you know basic many things but we assume our problem is with the person who has what we don't that's what we always think of um so but yeah that's what's at the surface um but then when we really get down to it, we really kind of think, what the heck, God, you could have fixed all of that for us, or why didn't you give me that? Yeah, I it did is it is. I mean, we assume it's about between us and the other person, but it's actually between us and God. Jealousy is um because you don't necessarily want your neighbor's house or car. You just want one like it. Um and the problem is Actually, if we boil boil down to it, it's he skipped you. He didn't give you one of those. Um, you know, it's it's funny. I mean, it can even be your your sister. Wow, she's lost a lot of weight and she really looks good. And and it's okay that she lost weight. You're, you know, that's great. But the problem is, I haven't. I'm not a size three. You know, and and uh, it's. There's just so many things in life like that. And, and, and it's hard when we actually realize this because we realize, oh, well, I really shouldn't feel this way. Um, I know it's not a good Christian feeling to be jealous of somebody, but it's it's just, oh, it's, it's hard to let go of. And it's just always there. And sometimes mm-hmm. things are always in front of you. That level of discontentment. When we stop and realize that it really is envy, which is just so ugly and it's so, it's so destructive to relationships and, and the more you scroll, the more you probably experience it. Oh scroll my goodness. Instagram or Facebook and. Um, good point. Yeah. And we think, well, if God had taken as good of care of us as he some, 
other people, you know, our lives would be richer or more happy or meaningful or whatever. We just have this con- lack of contentment kind of thing. Um, yeah, the, the, I mean, there's so many examples in life. I mean, I'm sad to say I've I've been jealous in my life, and I've had to really face up to it. Like if somebody's talent at church or... You know, they got this great opportunity, and I didn't get that opportunity. And just being jealous of that, it's just so many things in life that can happen. And if we lean into those, um, we can really have a rough time. But we just got to acknowledge our jealousy is an issue between us and God. It is. If If we're aware of it, then we can actually confess it and confess it to God because it is like we said an issue of God didn't do something for you that you think he should have yeah or you wished he had and you really can't let go of it yeah I mean it's it's really as simple as what you said earlier that he owes me we we feel like he owes us you know we deserve that whatever it is that we are lacking um, so yeah, confession is very, very important. Um, it's, it's kind of ironic with jealousy is that the people we're jealous of, they actually can't do anything about it. Um, we're mad at no, them I know. and, um, but they can't do anything about it. They often don't even know anything about it, but you might treat them bad or talk to them bad. But they can't, they can't remedy the situation. And who has that power to do it? I mean, it's God. And it's so absurd, absurd it seems like, because um, we owe God everything, you know, if we're believers. Yeah. And if we're really aware of it, it's also, it's the enemy who's put that in us to be discontent and to be jealous and... Um, to to cause a rift in relationship that's the enemy's whole scheme is to destroy that relationship so yeah you're right it doesn't have much to do with the person who's received yeah well and it's funny that sadly the thing that might make us feel better um is if they lose what they have that you don't have um very sadly, again, that's from Satan, but it does mm-hmm. make us feel just a little bit better when they mm-hmm. they lose that thing that we we uh, think that we should have, and and we don't like to admit it, but it can be a little satisfying. So mm-hmm. the problem is that you know, with jealousy, there's always going to be somebody who's richer or prettier or smarter. Or, I mean, except mm-hmm. for you, there's always going to be. Me personally, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not the general you out there. Just <laughs> I'm um, as good as it gets. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, um, and so yeah, we—that's—that's that's sad if we allow this jealousy just to kind of linger in our heart and. Uh, Ugh, it's and it, it gets it gets pretty sneaky too. Like, um, I think those are more obvious things that I've known. Maybe think think 
because of the people in my life that I've known to look for. So, um, you know, being on the lookout for jealousy in some of those areas of people who are, um, just more physically attractive or more able or, um, seem to be capable of doing more things and handling it well. But, uh, it's interesting because it can sneak into your marriage just as fast, you know, being someone who's now the stay at home parent, um, you know, on rough days, there are days where I just think if only he knew how much self-control I had and how much easier it would be Mm. to be at work right now. Um, so there, I, it's, it's everywhere. It can be everywhere and it can definitely pop up with your spouse too. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've known of uh, wives who were so jealous of their husbands. I mean, they couldn't say anything good about them in public. They, they would just down talk them. That's not a healthy marriage or, you know, a father who, who would just always talk down, always criticizing his son or whatever. I mean, there's so, so many situations in relationships that can just ruin if we let it fester and let it control us. So it's, it's dangerous and it, can shape our attitudes towards others consciously or subconsciously um Mm -hmm. it's very it's really not possible to love someone you're jealous of it's really hard to serve or submit to or even get to know what's going on the inside of someone's life who you're jealous of um and eventually it just takes control of your attitude towards people who've really done nothing (laughs) yeah yeah and you know it what's really sad to me is when it happens in a ministry or a church because we had a weird thing happen when we were going to move to one of our ministries and my family background during that era was uh my dad was one of the vernon brothers and they were evangelists and and back in the 60s and 70s they were really known in churches and and this we were going to move to this church Tim and I and somehow she found out I was uh my maiden name was Vernon and I found out later she said well she'll never sing in this church and it was a woman who was you know really kind of dominated the the singing and the stage at this church and for somebody at a church to say that, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I did, honestly, I didn't even care about singing. Um, but wow, when those attitudes, like people feel like they possess or own something because of jealousy, really. And that was unwarranted jealousy. Um, it's really sad. So this, I mean, this is a terrible, sinful attitude and where does it come from? It really comes from the heart. Um, there's, there's definite scriptures. Um, and I kind of wanted you to read some of these scriptures for us about jealousy because there's a few that it's, it's, pretty pretty clear here um why don't you read romans 13 12 through 14 for us Mm -hmm. 
Uh, so Romans thirteen twelve to 14 says, The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. Okay, so jealousy is mentioned there with sexual immorality, debauchery, drunkenness. I mean, and and the opposite of is is clothing yourself in in Jesus. So if you think about it, it's it is pretty serious to mm. to Christ. Mm. Okay, so then First Corinthians three three. Why don't you read that one? You are still worldly. For since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not worldly? Are you not acting like mere humans? The paraphrase is, get a hold of yourself, people. (laughs) (laughs) And this is to a church. This is written to the Corinthian church. So, oh, yeah, Yeah, it sounds like. You're going to be territorial. You're not, you're not at all representing the love of Christ. I mean. You can't play in the body if you think you're the only one. <laughs> yeah. You just can't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's crazy that this stuff happens in churches, but all of us, all of us have been in these churches, sadly well, enough. Yeah. And all of us have insecurities that we let get the hold of us. Um, let's go ahead and read Galatians 5 to... Um, it's five nineteen to 21. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you as I did before, those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Yeah, there it is listed again. Listed again with even witchcraft and idolatry and oh my goodness, there's it's it's pretty serious to God. So um, okay, girls. So jealousy can be common to us, but we're not going to let it fester in our hearts. Mm-hmm. No, we, we are can't. not. There's there's too much to lose. Yeah, I mean, as the scripture points out, but as we know too, there's there's too much to lose. We're totally giving in. Um, when we give in to jealousy. So what do we do to stop, stop, drop, and roll? Yeah. <laughs> what do we do to totally change the direction we're headed in? Yeah. Well, there actually, thank goodness, there are some things we can do. And just like a physical heart to make it healthier, you would exercise or change your eating. I mean, you don't start, do, you don't wait till your heart's healthy to start exercising. You start exercising to make your heart healthy, right? So the same thing with your internal spiritual heart. There's Mm -hmm. some things that you can kind of do as an exercise to kind of get your heart in shape and and be more Christ-like. This isn't just something that, I I don't know, I think we expect change to happen as we get close to Jesus, but it's a train, train yourself to be godly. First mm-hmm. Timothy mm-hmm. four seven and eight, train yourself. Like you have to work at it because yeah. physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both present life and life to come. Yeah, and is training 
for a marathon or anything like that easy? No, it's repetition. It's being a, a very mindful and focused um, intentional. Uh, intentional actions. And the same thing could be said of the heart. I mean, and sometimes it's even painful. Um, but you want to keep doing it till it becomes a new habit, really. Um, it's often a matter of just sheer discipline and praying that the Holy Spirit just gives you strength to choose to do what's right, that you will follow through, you know, knowing that it's truthful and that God's word wants you to do the right thing, even though your feelings, you know, don't, going ahead. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so let's talk a minute about getting rid of jealousy. Okay, so we, we started saying, well, it helps if we recognize the person I'm jealous of has nothing to do with it. This, this yes. jealousy has nothing to do with that person, honestly. I mean, the, the problem is I'm not getting what I want. I mean, if you stop and really think about it. And mm -hmm. when we start focusing on our own heart, that'll kind of begin the process of putting out the flames of jealousy. And then the next step would be Okay, start taking your lack, the area that you lack. Maybe it's your old car, your small house, your 40-inch waist, your dead-end job. I don't know what it is that um, you're jealous of, but yours. Start taking your lack of that to the only one who can do anything about it, and that's God. He can handle it, so just pour out your heart to him, all your frustration, your discontent, tell him how unhappy you are. But then, you know, we need to really go back and read the New Testament and really be reminded God gave us exactly what we did not deserve, forgiveness, and we owed God a debt we could not possibly pay and so he paid it. And so then we need to realize we just owe God an apology. I mean, it's, it's humbling to stop and think about that. Okay, God, who am I to tell you what I want, what I need, when I don't even see the big picture? You know what's best. Help me trust you in this. Forgive me for trying to play God. But then there's one more thing you can do to help get rid of jealousy in your heart. And um, it is a very, very helpful thing. I think it's probably the thing you need to make a habit almost more than anything else. Um, and that is celebrating the success and the size and the stuff of those that you are Indian the, that you're jealous of and you need to do it verbally you need to go out of your way to express it these congratulations over their accomplishments whatever it is they have and make it a habit because um, when you start doing this exercise you're going to be amazed what will start happening in your heart it it's in the beginning, it might be hard. You might be saying, oh, well, am I supposed to celebrate their success if I don't meet it? 
Yeah, because you do mean it. If you're jealous of it, you you recognize it's a good thing. Oh, wow, that's a beautiful car. Oh, you you sang beautifully. Oh, you did a great job. But whatever it is, I mean, that's that's the truth. So you just got to allow that expression to come and be said to them. And it's going to help free you from that emotional bondage, of um, which is just key to jealousy. You're just uh, refusing to allow Satan to win, allowing dangerous emotions to control your behavior. You're protecting your heart. You're saying no to jealousy. I mean, uh, it's, it's important, and we need to make it a habit instead of just festering in jealousy. I mean, we can all probably think of examples. Um, yeah, so um, a coworker who had a really successful event and maybe yours recently wasn't like go out of your way and celebrate them and celebrate them publicly bring it up in staff meeting yeah that's good yeah and not just congratulating them but like bragging on them to everybody else that's really good that's really huge their, their hard work and their and their talent but yeah acknowledging it and celebrating it as a win for the kingdom yes yeah um or you know thanking a woman speaker who you know is just a much better communicator and and if you go up and thank them and talk about some of the points they made and how well they may have delivered certain things and just um, really express that to them will help you get rid of that heart of jealousy. Even, um, you know, humbly celebrating another parent whose child is behaving beautifully when inside that might be making you super insecure because <laughs> yours currently is not and you want to start listing off all the reasons why yours is not and theirs probably is and why it's lucky but bringing it up, bringing it up <laughs> and saying you are doing an awesome job oh, that's a, your children that's a great point that's that's mm-hmm. a good one um i mean it this all sounds like to me <laughs> If we were truly grateful for the things that God gave us, we wouldn't be so focused on what we don't have. Yeah, that's and a great point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think one of our heart exercises should be, how, or, or the question you should take with you is, how do I practice contentment in my life? Mm-hmm. And then out of that place of feeling full and loved and cared for by God and seen I can love and care for and celebrate others that's good that's good and you also if you're honest with yourself and you stop and take them out okay who have I been hesitant to celebrate Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. that might open your eyes mm -hmm, to some things and you might need to take some action on on those people so but Mm. I just think it's time as women and believers in Christ that we just develop new habits. We celebrate kingdom, the kingdom and what other women are doing. And especially we guard ourselves from jealousy. I mean, this very powerful enemy of the heart. Yeah. As we guard ourselves against it, we, we become 
safe people for the people around us mm-hmm. and um that's that can only be a good thing yeah. and only create bridges so um that's yeah that's good that's great and that actual going out of your way to celebrate others is really is going to help continually free you from that bondage of jealousy so we want to keep encouraging you to do that encouraging ourselves to do that anything else on jealousy oh no i i just uh i god's done a big work on me in that area the last several years and i think having really intentional steps like this is so helpful to overcome it Mm -hmm. and to not let that fester in your heart so and it sneaks up in different ways in different stages of life and um so so really stop and be aware of it and remember <laughs> for those of you with children what you hate the most is when your kids aren't for each other mm. but when they are jealous and it just you see all of the grief instead of the joy and um, God sees that that's what he's pushing us towards us to be for each other so that's the kind of family that's going to shine light to the rest of the world yeah beautifully said well thanks for tuning into Momentum and for more information and encouragement you can check out Momentum.net or DeniseHarlow.com yep or follow Denise Harlow on Instagram or Facebook and we will talk to you non-jealous people soon 